You know, customer service is a funny thing. It's a, it's a bit like the weather. Everyone talks about it, but nobody does anything about it. And here's the man, for my money, is uh, the has got a PhD in, in customer service. His name's Martin Grunstein. Welcome, Martin. Hey, g'day, Alan. Great to be with you. And I, I, I talked to you some years ago, and I know you, you, you talk all over uh, Australia and New Zealand uh, on this very subject, and it's dear to your heart. But you've got a couple of lessons for us. Uh, one of them is uh, be visible isn't it? Let people know you're there and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think at the end of the day, uh, the, the challenge we face these days is people need reasons to justify the expenditure. And you can get them all hyped up and excited, but at the end of the day, they want justification. They want to know why you and, and not your competitors. And it's, it's interesting. I see the majority of websites that I look at are, uh, you know, are very poor because they're put together by IT people, not marketing people. And uh, every website should have a page that says, why choose us, which in bullet point differentiates you from your competition, whereas most websites have got an about us page which talks about, you know, the history of the company and the owner, which no one really gives a stuff about. Um, when people are going on the internet, they want to know why you are not your competitor. And it's not just the internet. That's in all forms of marketing. So uh, I think the, the challenge we face out there is, uh, is communicating the value added's um, you know, if you're, a, if you're a retailer and do free delivery, tell people about it. If you're in uh, professional services and you're prepared to come to me rather than make me come to you, uh, tell me about it. If you're a lawyer and you do free photocopying, no, it would never happen. It's just a joke. Uh, but the whole thing is if you do those sort of things, uh, tell people what they get that they don't pay for. Otherwise, what's going to happen is they're just going to make the decision based on the price, which is going to kill you every time. Yep. Live by price, die by price. How true is that? And once you show people value, price really does take a back seat. So, yeah, you've got a couple of great little stories, and I've seen you do them at seminars. Give us a couple of analogies about the, the sort of adding the value. Okay. Probably the, the one that hit home to me, I was doing work in the hairdressing industry many years ago, and a hairdresser in a small U.S. country town was charging 25 bucks for haircuts, making a killing. Never had a competitor in his life. For the first time ever, a salon opens across the road with a big sign in its window saying $6 haircuts, and the first guy's in trouble. He says, if I keep my price at $25, I'm going to lose a lot of my customers for these $6 haircuts, and I may not get them back. But if I drop my price to $6, I'll go broke myself. I can't take 19 bucks off my margin, even if I drive this other guy out of business. Uh, what most people believe in this country, I believe, is you either match the price or you lose the sale, which is rubbish. What this guy did that was outstandingly successful that we can learn from was he kept his price at $25 and he put a big sign in his own window that said, we fix $6 haircuts. And I think that's what a lot of us do out there. How do you fix $6 haircuts, uh, whether it be the way you guarantee your services, the testimonial evidence of satisfied clients, the fact that you've been around for 30 years, your accessibility, the fact that you give something back to the community. These are all the ways we fix $6 haircuts. Uh, the trouble is a lot of businesses out there are fixing $6 haircuts for 6 bucks instead of charging 25 and demonstrating the value. And the name of the game is not about how much you charge, it's how much profit you make at the end of the day. Based on your experience, and you've seen some real, uh, really successful business models, um, have you you've seen any good examples of getting people, say they have a look at your website, and websites really worry me. So many people are saying to me lately, you know, we've gone to the homepage and interrogated the website. We can't find a phone number to ring. They're too smart for the room. Uh, there's not, not, no other way to connect to them except an e by email. Well, you know, and it's, I think that's another rule. You, you can't give them enough ways to, to contact you. But what's uh, some great ways you've seen of, of, of getting the people to take the next step, that is to get in touch and then and, and go to the next level? Well, I think 
I'll give you an example. I used to do uh, quite a bit of uh, stuff on, on talkback radio and whatever to promote myself in that sort of area. Um, you've got to make it risk-free and you've got to give people something for nothing. So if I would do a radio interview, for example, at the end of the radio interview I'd say, I've written a free article on how to improve your customer service uh, without spending any money. Look, it's absolutely free of charge. Just email me and it'll be sent to you. I've got no books or CDs to flog you. I'm not going to hit you to buy that. Now, I get a flood of emails. Of those, maybe 1% to 2% may be in my target market. But I wouldn't have got to those 1% to 2% if I didn't give everybody something for nothing. And I, and I think a lot of the days, it's, it's, it's no different. Look, nothing's really changed from now and 20 years ago. The, the media may be different, but the still concept is you've got to take the risk out of people contacting you. You've got to make it easy for people to contact. And they've got to get value even if they don't buy from you. So uh, I believe whether you're, you're dealing with the internet as a medium or, or, or radio or even direct marketing, uh, that's it. Risk reduction, easy contact add value and then make sure you do the follow-up and this is the, the the strange thing you know for a lot of people most people will spend all the money on the marketing and then not do the follow-up you know you talk to people in in business oh we were doing a renovation of our house and I got four quotes who got the job the only guy who rang back you know so I mean you know these you know these basic elements uh, uh, what required I think we spend so much time and money trying to do whiz-bang fancy things when uh, turning up delivering what you promise, being a little different, being a little visible, make it easy for people to contact you with you and have a reasonable product and service that should be enough to make you a successful income. And Martin, about keeping in touch, because you know most people don't. It really amazes me. They've, they've, uh, they've started the relationship. Uh, most people don't keep in touch. And I'm talking about a couple of months next year. Well, the post-sale, and I, as I say, I've long seen in seminars, nothing happens after the sale in Australia. Do you know what I mean? And, and I give examples, seminars. Look, I've, I spend my life in hotels at conferences or whatever. I've, I've, I would have been to hundreds, thousands maybe, hotels. I've never received a thank you card from a hotel in my career. Now, I know they can write. I've got mail that I'm sure you've got. You know, will you please return the minibar and contents next time you're on the Gold Coast? But no one has ever thanked me for speaking in the, in the venue. And, and, and why should they do that? I get companies and associations saying to me regularly, we're taking 200 people up to Queensland for a conference. You've spoken at all the places up there. Where do you recommend we hold the conference? And I won't. I believe referral business comes from what you get that you don't pay for, not what you get that you pay for. If I go to Coolmore Sanctuary Cave and get great service, damn it, the client's paying for that. Um, It's what they do to exceed my expectations on a personal level that's going to get me to tell others about them, and in most cases they do nothing. I've got better things to do with my life than push a hotel's business. I'm more concerned with my business, and believe me, I believe most people feel exactly the same way about their own business. Um, And and this is what we have to do. And the example I give in, in conferences of how to do this and it hit home to me I happened to be running a a seminar in the IT industry in the early 90s and a lady told me a brilliant story she said she was test driving a Lexus while test driving the car the salesperson asked her a lot of questions some relevant irrelevant one of them was what type of music do you like she didn't give it any more thought till she took delivery of the car sitting on the front seat of the car were $200 worth of CDs in her favorite music six months after she bought the car we did the workshop I asked her how many people you told about the car she said oh you know uh, Initially, I mean, I told a lot of people about the CDs, and when I, when they asked me, uh, you know, who gave it to me, then I told them about the, the 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 Lexus. And this is the mentality we have to make. People talk about the CDs and not the Lexus. I'll tell a hundred people about the CDs. I won't tell anybody about the car initially. 
But if I talk about the CDs, everyone want to know where I bought the car. And my metaphor for Australian business is, what are the CDs with your Lexus? That's what we have to get out there. And the CDs with the lecture should be the first step in the keep in touch process that should keep your people loyal to you. Wow. And that's Martin Grunstein, a PhD in customer service. You should have him at your next seminar. Um, you can contact Martin at... Oh, look, the best thing is uh, if you go to www.martingrunstein, spelled G-R-U-N-S-T-E-I-N, uh, .com.au, you'll see a video there, you'll have all the contact details there, and I'd be delighted to work with you. Mm-hmm.